Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags. You pulled, you pulled it after dark on me in the main episode. I'm Tyler. Surprise. Record days. Yeah. It's Rick. like you didn't know what we were here for. <laughs> it's like you started <laughs> early. You didn't even do your noise gate. No, I told you I'm leaving it running. Let it ride. It's just going to run through the whole episode. It'll be fine. Welcome to episode 98. It is. Two away from the finale. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're giving up. We're out. Yeah. We, we, we have, have two more for weeks. episode 100. Yes, we They're going to be fun. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Patrons this week. Big shout out to Uncle Tony Perkis. Love it. Thank yeah. you for joining our Patreon. Everybody else who supports the podcast, your faces are awesome. If you are curious what our Patreon is, it gets you access to After Dark, which is the podcast that follows this podcast. See, I switched up the wording. Yep. And it's just us talking more POE and life and whatnot, etc. And a card and a sticker and a digital high five. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, it's it's a lot of fun, but it's totally like it's not about anything specific. Sometimes it's all POE. Sometimes it's all lawns. No, oh, you never man. know. Yeah. It's One day we're going to be like, welcome to Forever Exile brought to you by Scott's Lawn Care. Watch, it's not going to be Scott. It's going to be like a competing thing, and we're going to have to like backtrack on all our episodes. I don't even know the other ones, but there are ones <laughs> at Home Depot. I just don't know them. Vigoro is cool. I like their stuff. But to those people, we'll we'll listen. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Send us an email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for supporting the podcast. You're awesome. Hey, Just. So we're Yo. actually recording a little early this week. So you know what's going to happen, right? Like today's day. Thursday. Normally we record on Friday, and then we release it on Sunday. Normally, right. not too much happens between the Friday and Sunday, unless it's, of course, league launch. Then, you know, all hell always breaks loose on the Saturday, the day in between the recording and release. So we sound outdated. So now it's Thursday and then it's going to be like Friday, Saturday, and then release Sunday. So sorry if we're a little outdated, but before our next podcast, before episode 99, August 24th is going to pass, Just. You know what happened August 24th, 2017? It was a bad day. It was a bad day <laughs> for the community. It was glorious. <laughs> it was Xbox's official release date for Path of Exile. The console version, Xbox, not PlayStation. That one is a little delayed. Four years old this week, just. Whoopee. I think it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Whatever. It was a thing. Anyway, how was, uh, how was your week, Ty? I had a good week. It was, I went to church, Justin. Like, I'm a, I'm a church guy, right? Love the Bible. I went to church for the first time in like 18 months. It was weird. Like we're allowed to in our area. <laughs> what? I just love that. I went to church. It was weird. Have you been? <laughs> have you been to one of those things before? Yeah. It was Ooh, weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no. It was just weird because that was. You haven't been? Well, I think the only other social gathering I've done was when I had people over to my place a couple weekends ago to hang out. And there were only three people sure. showed up. Thanks for mm-hmm. showing up, by the way. And, um, you got it. So I went to church and it was like my first like gathering place, you know what I mean? And so it was, it was, it was neat. It was awesome to see people and people were really respectful. You know, some people are willing to hug. Some people don't want to touch you. And, you know, people are having to reintroduce themselves, even though everyone's familiar. So it was, but it was kind of neat. It was cool to get back into the swing of things. And for, for all the, the judgy folks out there, COVID in our area, with how things are going and our provincial restrictions, we're, we're allowed to go to uh, church services now without limitation, which is crazy. So, yeah, no, that was good. Uh, oh, and with all the forest fires that are going around us, we had a clear half week. First half yep. of the week still sucked, but this last half, I can see the sky. I can, I can see, see mountains. Yeah, the no sun looks a normal color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was joking in our Reddit that uh, the sun through the, all the smoke in the earlier part of the week looked like uh, the sun when it was setting in uh, Lord of the Rings. Remember when Legolas... Do we have a Reddit that I don't know about? I meant Discord. Okay, I was like, that would make sense that you started one and didn't tell me. <laughs> like, we don't want him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But anyway, you know when Legolas like, a red sun sets this night or whatever it is. Sure. Blood was spilled. I don't know how, whatever. whatever it sounds like a spilled. pirate thing. Uh, that was it Lord awesome of the Rings? It, yeah, it was, it was Lord of the Rings. It okay. was Legolas. They're running with... Anyway, yeah. No, but it was good. It was, it was a nice relaxing week. I had um, the two interviews up. Well, no, I think it was just the Zizarin one up that was on during the uh, during the day, the one the one p.m. release with Zizarin and Mathel. So I was watching it. My kids are playing, and I'm kind of listening on my phone and TV at the same time. And Oliver, now my youngest, who's in kindergarten or going into grade one, he he knows who Chris Wilson is now because he's seen him on enough of the shows that I see. And he's like, "Dad, has has Chris killed Cyrus or Cyrus, whatever his name is?" And I'm like. Probably. I, I I think he would have. And he's like, because I think he's farther in the game than you because he makes the game. I'm like, there's hey, a good chance. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're recording early uh, for my sake this time around because I'm going on vacation early tomorrow morning. So we won't be around for our usual time. So thanks for accommodating, man. I appreciate it. No, well, it's glorious. I'm not going to have to see you on Friday. <laughs> That's right. For a whole week. As soon as I said that, all I heard in the background was like the hip hop hooray song. Hip hop hooray! How how was your week? Uh, my week was fine. It was super busy. I had an awesome day today. Without going into too much detail, I went to a client's friend's house. Massive. It's on sixty acres. Huge home. Massive outdoor pool. We were doing some work there that um, I had to figure out, but it. Some people live really well. <laughs> <laughs> like we live well, but some people yeah. live really well yeah like when you have a giant at least in our area it's not common there are some places in the states but a giant like outdoor area that's got a fire pit with a built-in tv barbecue that leads into a hot tub that's part of the pool you're doing well <laughs> yeah you, you had some well. time to be you didn't just go to the store and be like oh i want that one no you had someone come oh, over and you're like this is what, I want. This is what I want this is what i want this is how much it's going to cost oh that's fine yeah what that's it Get me too yeah that's right yeah <laughs> uh but no my week was fine it was just a lot of work i played some poe i did watch the live version for the most part of the interview with uh ziz and Mathel and chris nice that's about it yeah did a little bit of thought planning in my head for episode 100 yeah yeah it's exciting that's only two episodes away I know. Crazy. And then we're done. Oh, it's just going to be <laughs> No more <laughs> What us. a release. Break up. <laughs> That's right. How was your POE week? I bailed on the Reaper. Couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. I love how quickly we, we went from like, it's, you know what? It's good. It's, it's good. I like it. Sure. I don't like this at all. <laughs> what is my option? <laughs> well, that's, but that's, <laughs> see, that, yeah, but I got to get past white maps and I couldn't like, so here's the thing. For one, the gem isn't well explained, and I have no problem with complicated gems, but I this one's not actually complicated, but I, I want the information of the basics of the gem in the game. So uh, there was too much at the beginning. I had to do a lot of third party looking around, and because it's a new skill, uh, the information wasn't available right away, but there ended up being a Reddit post that showed what the basic buff numbers are. Like when when the Reaper consumes one of your 
minions, it gains a buff, right? It didn't say what the buff was when it was first released. Maybe it's it does now when you hold all. I, I don't know. Pardon me? I think that's all it says is it's empowered. Right. Yeah. But I think it was like right. 20%. And I don't even remember if it was increased or more, but it was like damage, movement, speed, attack speed. I don't know. Something like that. But anyway, so there was there was kind of that that kind of set me off a little bit. But then I'm like, fine, whatever. I found the answer. Now I know. I Now I know that it's worth having extra minions around to buff it. Now, here, when I set up my tree, because the the Reaper has a benefit of instead of like the same button as you would to summon it, it also it's like, um, what's it called? Predator support. Basically, like it lets you tell the Reaper where to attack and it does a super strong attack. Right. So because I was going to either be aiming the Reaper or resummoning it with the exact same button, I didn't really care about its health too much, which is fine. And so I had almost every minion damage cluster on the tree. I was only missing one and a half. I think it was four nodes in total that were minion damage nodes that I didn't have. I had a six link with the Reaper, all damage support gems, and they were all level 19. My, my Reaper was level 19 and all my support gems were level 19. And when I went into red maps by myself, I couldn't see the damage bars moving on basic enemies. Wow. So... I don't think, and I'm not talking expedition, like I didn't roll something stupid on expedition apathetically. Like I'm just talking about going into a map, the first enemies I see, I'm running for my life because my Reaper can't do the damage. And because it can't do the damage, then the lack of survivability I put into the Reaper is pointless. So, uh, and I couldn't, I just couldn't, couldn't get it to do enough damage for me. Uh, maybe I was missing something, but I don't think so. Like I had things like, you know, brutality and maim and minion damage and just, you know, the basic pure damage stuff. And I just, I couldn't do a basic red map by myself. So I so respect what into to? zombies. I respect my tree and thanks for a couple of regret orbs. I respect my tree into my typical bone zombie guide that I have. And then I just switched into, I was leveling a zombie gem in the background just in case it didn't work out, but all my supports basically ended up being level one because it's a totally different setup so so it was i mean the the week itself i wasn't very successful with it but when i reflect on it and i'm like yeah you know the one build didn't work out some kind of re-leveling gems i'm at that weird midway point where i should be in red maps but i'm kind of not because of where my gems are at but it was good it was it was it was enjoyable i gotta say co-op is awesome for 315 though like we're this league is really nice for us. You and I, we just go in, we do our stuff. There's no restrictions for me at all. Half the drops that are even league specific, I can go right to the NPC in the map and deal with it. Like it's my, it doesn't matter if we're playing solo or together. It, it's really nice in terms of it almost being seamless, whether it's co-op or not. Outside of the core feature of uh, Cyrus progression, which isn't league specific. Um, it, it's very co-op friendly and I quite like it, but I had, I had a veiled chaos orb drop for the first time ever since they came into existence, which yeah, was awesome. You didn't pick it up. No. What am I going to do with it? it? Yeah. You, yeah. You can have them all. What, uh, what am I going to do with it? I don't do anything with it. It sits in my inventory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but another thing that I actually really like about this league when you and I were playing together was the league mechanic doesn't stop when you die. Now I know that's a total soft core player mentality, but. I love that. Like, it sucks when you know you're doing a breach and you die and you're like, ah, shoot. Or you're doing a delirium in a map, not a delirious map, but you have a delirium in a map and you're like, oh no, I died halfway through the map. And then you go and chase it and, you know, it's, you can't get back. So 
Now, I have no problem with those features, but it is kind of a nice breath of fresh air when you do die. You just go back and all those enemies are still waiting for you. And there's not even like there's no consequence besides XP for the death. So unless you built it poorly and you can't kill them. Oh, and sure. You've that's got guys like that's different. But yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it is. I agree nice with you, that though. You I'm can, glad it stays. Yeah, it's it's a nice uh there's there's been so much hardcore and hard mode talk the last couple of weeks that it's nice. It's, it's kind of when I go back and I play and ignore all the talk, I'm like, ah, I'm glad I'm allowed to die and still have fun. So but but and almost done here. But with all the changes that I did to my build and all the 315 changes, which were nuts, like a lot of the core changes, even if some of it reverted, I've been doing a lot of testing things out, I guess, just kind of like relearning the game almost right because the cast and damage taken thing was such a big deal for me that it was such a staple in my kind of builds to get a few mechanics going that it was like, man, I really need a lot of gameplay to figure this out properly. Uh, first thing that I've been trying out instead is divine flasks instead of eternal flasks. So getting more life, but over like an extra three seconds, which seven seconds is a long time to wait for that full amount. And I'm finding with the end game tweaks that they did and the act one changes that of course carry into maps i want fast life recovery not slow Minor over instant. time i want bubbling or seething i think those are the two do you use divine or eternal when you use those uh divine and i want because it gives you more but then you get instant that makes sense i want it right away yep yeah all right that, that's cool so anyway i've been trying out the divine flask it's too slow i'm gonna have to go to eternal or go for that instant stuff as well I was thinking at the beginning, like with all these trigger gem stuff that was happening, what, what are they called? Instilling orbs? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was thinking like, oh, wow. Okay. I can get rid of phase run or withering step from a low level cast and damage taken. Right. Because to me, phasing, I'm, I'm a slow reaction person. So to me, phasing, when I just get a tiny bit of contact, really keeps me alive. It's, it's an amazing thing for me. So I'm like, maybe I can get rid of it on cast and damage taken, save myself the mana, use it on a trigger flask. Nope. Nope, I can't keep my flasks up and I need that on cast and damage taken. So it took me quite a few maps to figure out why I was sucking so bad in 315. And honestly, as soon as I put Withering Step, that of course has phasing, back on even a level 7 cast and damage taken, I'm so much better at the game. Why don't you just use it on left click or something? Because I'm using, I normally would, but I have um, on my two guides, I already have two instant skills. I have hmm. Bone Armor. For the necromancer that's the zombie build and then on my righteous fire guide i have enduring cry as an instant skill so otherwise i totally would uh what else did i get to oh this was really disappointing this was really disappointing i finally got some trigger some instilling orbs thank you for giving them to me and so i was looking around at some of the stuff and i was so excited to get um my bleed flask on a trigger so whenever i'm bleeding and i was so heartbroken that corrupted blood doesn't count as bleeding like it was kind of confusing for me like when you roll the modifier that gets rid of bleeding on your flask it includes corrupted blood so i'm like sweet okay they're come in my mind obviously they're combined when you use the trigger gem right or when you use the instilling orb when you're bleeding they say bleeding and corrupted blood in the actual craft but the instilling only adds bleeding when the trigger you're using bleed and blood Come on, it's the same freaking thing. So anyway, but yeah, so I would have corrupted blood on me and I'm like, what? why is it stay? What's going on? And it wasn't triggering and it took me forever. And I and there's and then I went looking and there's no corrupted blood 
add-on no. for on the crafting bench. It's just bleed. And I'm like, I don't need it for bleed. I need it for corrupted blood. And so I was Go really kind of heartbroken jewel. with it. Ah, so anyway, I had to completely rethink my process for flask, but that's okay. It's good to know. Disappointed, but it's good to know. And this was mind blowing to me. Mind blowing. I was redoing my guides. I think I've kind of come to a final conclusion with my how I want my gems to be if the mana situation stays as it is, right? Mana multiplier costs, cast and damage taken, being at a 250% multiplier. If that all stays the same, I think I have a really good mana management setup now for all my guides. But it was really weird and crazy. But I never even thought of them as minions. Did you know that skitterbots are technically minions? They don't have a tag. They're not called minions. But when you have a minion gem like Feeding Frenzy linked to it, it increases their mana multiplier. I didn't know that. So I'm wondering, like, where the heck did all my mana go? And then all of a sudden I see that Skitterbots is using 42% or something like that instead of 35. And it was because it was linked to my Golem with Feeding Frenzy. And I'm like, oh, oh it's, I never. Does it gain any benefit out of it? I don't know, because Feeding Frenzy, ha you have to hit. I don't know if there's some supports that can go on to an aura that have no benefit except the mana multiple, which is not a benefit, but right. No, for sure. So, but, but I had feeding frenzy linked to a different aura and it didn't increase the multiplier. So it made me think that the skitterbots somehow are minions, but I don't know if they technically hit, you know, when they go up to an enemy and shock and chill them, I don't know if they're actually hitting or not. So, and feeding frenzy yeah, needs hit. So, I just unlinked it and fixed the issue, but it was kind of a whoa kind of moment because, you know, that was the only thing in PoE I don't know. <laughs> You're finally up to date. Yep, that's right. Any other questions, folks? You just ask me. How about you? You, you played a lot more than I did. Yeah, I played a bit. We played on Monday. I, I think I'm 93 right now. I've been playing my spectral shield throw. It's been a ton of fun. I've been, I, I'm still in that mode. I'm just playing whatever I want. Did a lot of heisting, did some delving, been progressing the Atlas along. I'm just, I'm literally just picking whatever I feel like doing at that time and just having fun with it. It's been a lot of fun, actually. And Spectral Shield Throw, you haven't done something like that in a long time. A lot of your other projectile skills you've done recently are a little bit more AOE-ish or auto-aiming. So what's Spectral Shield Throw like? It's a different way of playing, but I like it. It's relatively active in the sense of you've got to aim correctly, at least to hit the first one. I crafted this week, which was a lot of fun. I think we talked about it on Monday, not on the last episode, but I found a post on the forums, the GGG forums, not the Reddit. And it was a guy talking about how he goes about crafting certain items based on what he's looking for. And it was quite interesting because I craft, but I do not craft at like the top percent, even close to what people can craft and all the craziness that you have to know to craft. So I crafted some boots. Okay. That was a lot of fun. It cost me about two and a half exalts roughly of currency to get the boots that I wanted, which was I wanted not be chilled. I wanted to be immune to chilled because I hate chilled and I hate being frozen. Yeah. And I wanted to get the hunter exalt onto these boots and try and get the plus two pierce projectiles pierce two additional targets okay, which only comes from a hunter mod that's right and you have there's pierce two targets pierce one targets and then there's two other modifiers or prefixes that you can get okay so i filled up the boots to make sure there was no suffixes open 
had one prefix oh, right. available and then hit it with it. And I actually got lucky and got the two Pierce's two targets, which made them worth like 40 exalts if I ever was to sell them. Nice. So it was kind of fun. So what was your life on them? 84, maybe. Okay. I'd have to double check. And 29% movement. Your suffixes were resist? Chilled. There is, I, th- I think I crafted on like fire and chaos. Oh, so did you multi-craft it then? No, because a hunter exalt doesn't... Oh, it's not a crafted mod. Right. Okay, so yeah. how did, did you just chaos roll it until you got the empty prefix? No, I bought it with an open... I made sure it had at least one open prefix or a crafted prefix so I could take that off. Uh, certain... I wanted to have at least the... One uh, suffix open or full. I think it's like 25 to 29% is the... the twenty. Sorry, 25 to 30% is the top roll for the cannot be chilled. That seems really and high. It has to be has to be item level 84 i think i'd have to double check but it was fun i crafted up a shield it's not great but it's fine uh, my helmet's next i'm gonna craft a helmet Sweet. i've got i've got lots of currency so i'm like i may as well play around with trying to figure out how the crafting stuff works so it's been fun oh crafting the, the, the character is doing stuff quite well like i'm not having a ton of problem with it but still hate cyrus i did kill him <laughs> just so i can go to the beach oh nice 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 which fyi if you did not get the movement speed three craft it's in the far right side not the far left side or top for the beach for the beach yeah yeah i had to go and explore so i could get the crafts for the flasks hmm. i don't think i ever get that craft uh it's my it's my go-to as i mentioned a podcast or two ago it's my go-to i gotta get that tier three met movement speed yeah i don't get it yeah yeah so i did lots of heist lots of delve i'm just literally playing all the different types of content i'm in the mood for and you're gladiator, right? Yep. You going max block or just block block? Oh, I'm 74%, so, you know. But on both? I'm 1% off. Yeah, because and, you got that, whatever the final, oh, I can't yeah. remember, the, the far left node for the gladiator, which maxes your, or matches your spell block. But you didn't go it's with awesome. the north node that gives you plus four to your max? Okay. No. And no. what's your mitigation outside of block? Armor. You, it's one of the nice you things had about. space about it? You had space for it? Well, it's kind of one of the nice things about Spectral Shield Throw as well is because the damage is based on the shield. You can go armor or evasion, so why would I not go armor? So I have 20, I don't know, 27 or 2800 armor just on the shield alone. Plus then you count all your other stuff. So yeah, I'm not having much issue with taking damage. Good. And you know, like definitely not feeling much of the one shot type stuff. Man is not an issue. I did go life tap. I think there would be a way if I, you know, if you do the craft, the old school Elrion craft where you get like minus two costs on your rings. Okay. I would be able to get my cost down low enough, but it's been fine. Life tap works fine. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm still just in that mode of do whatever I want. If I'm having fun, I'll keep doing it. And if I'm not, I'm going to move on to something else. Let's talk about this week in POE. A couple things. Yeah, I noticed Mark. So this was earlier. This was before the more lighthearted Zizarin interview. But um, Mark underscore GGG has been responding to Reddit throughout all of this. Like, all did you of, think he would stop? I I don't know. I don't know. Like, hmm. I think it's brave when there's being a massive point from GGG saying how negative Reddit has sure. been. Not saying all of Reddit, of course, just but like uh, the loud negative. Or not even negative, but the um, pointlessly toxic negative opinions 
Um, it was cool to just see Mark responding to a few things throughout there, no matter no matter what the standing was or where people I feel were like at. he's probably all right with that. One of the things I like about Mark, and we've talked about some of his responses, because sometimes you read them and you go like, oh my gosh, did you... Are you even considering the person's feelings of how you're saying this? And I don't think he's ever meant it in that way. I just love that that's how he speaks. Yeah. You know why? Because he knows more than probably everybody. So he just puts the numbers in front of you. And he's like, here's what it is. I'm not going to explain it to you. I'm just going to tell you what it is. That's what I've always liked about his post. Sometimes I feel extra stupid when I read some <laughs> yeah, of his Yeah, I heard posts. you saying that. That's funny. What else did I see? Uh, Reddit. There's a new wiki being made. Like they're not, there's like not brand a, new. Yeah. So there's not a collaboration to fix the new one or the, the current one, though I'm sure people are working on it, but there's, there were a few other projects of people doing their own independent things. And, uh, I guess it's like post, a fan made one. So yeah, I guess in the post, it's like all those people that were trying to make their own better versions of a wiki decided to collaborate. And they're also working on something because Chris mentioned like, you know, well, send me what's going on with the wiki. So they're working both on a brand new wiki and on something to send to Chris as to why it's happening, I guess. So that was interesting. I'll be curious to see. I mean, I have no I, I have no problem outside of the outdated stuff with the wiki itself, but I do really hate what's it called? Fandom or whatever Fandom, it is. Yeah, oh that's my goodness. They're horrible. And especially search on the left side. What is wrong with you? <sighs> It, no, it's like it's a brutal site. How much the site moves because of advertisements? How many self-advertising pop-ups they have in my face? I have uh, and it's horrible on 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 your phone. And so many of us, I know you don't, but so many of us are on the wiki on our phone when we're out and about doing stuff. So it's brutal. Uh, console patch, just big news. Big news. Console patch. Xbox no, and PlayStation cares. are updated to fifteen point one point two. So there you go. Well, uh, 15.2 came out. That was a big patch. For PC, yeah, it was, it was huge. PC. And a whole bunch of other yeah. uh, hot fixes as well. But yeah, it was... Uh... The 15.2 one was very big. I, 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 I read this and loved it. They did a ton of changes to ROG and to, a little bit to Gwenin and to Tujin. I read it and I obviously liked it because it changes how you can roll things with ROG and it gives you a little bit more of a way to craft. <laughs> Not... It's not so much, it's not deterministic at all, but it's a little less, it, I like the fact that they're holding your hand and saying, if you click this, here's the bright orange text of what is going to be potentially changed if you go ahead with it. I like that. I like that they walk people through it. What I kind of laughed about to myself was I didn't see people losing their minds and crying like they did with the Gwenin change to make it so that she more often could give you uniques that those are they're both these are awesome changes oh right well i don't know if people were just in the mode to cry about stuff so that's why they were crying about stuff and they were just like well here's something extra to be mad about but i i just read this i was like these are great changes too how come i'm not seeing people should have been from the start or whatever you know that people were doing about that change so well it was probably just because the whole tarky thing probably brought to light there's probably a lot of self-reflection in people after that People are trying to be more lighthearted after the whole. I don't think interview. people are trying to be more lighthearted. Some, just not everybody. Quit the generalizing. Come on, I really like. You're some the generalizing. Of the, I'm not generalizing. Please. Are you skipping the patches? You're done with them. Though? No, I have stuff. I have okay, stuff. Okay, sweet. 
I like that expedition vendors can now offer item level 86 items. I don't really interact a lot with league mechanics themselves, but I do like that the best tier available is available. So that's nice. Uh, I actually, there was actually quite a few. It, to me, it was one of those where I'm like, oh, wow, I like a lot of these changes. Uh, reduce the maximum cast range for long distance skills on, and then they list a bunch of monsters. I don't know which monsters those are. I don't know if they're league specific or not, but I love the idea that, okay, they're shooting too far from way off the screen, whatever it is. Love it. And now you know in your heart that they can do it. So now we can whine about it later. Saying, oh, no, it needs to be way less. But because we don't know radius numbers, <laughs> we can't tell them how much we wish the radius was. But anyway, I like that. I like it that because everybody hates, well, every, everybody, there's my generalization. Everybody hates off screen damage. I think most people do. I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah. Uh, they added the crafting recipes that we previously mentioned uh, for flasks, the enchantment flasks. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's only for the instilling orbs, but. Uh, that's awesome. I've been waiting for that. It's so cool. Actually, was good too. it was. I couldn't believe how cheap it was. I thought it would be like 15 instilling orbs, but it's five instilling and five scour? No, glass baubles. Right, glass bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, okay, yes, yes, yes. That makes sense. And I thought that was so cheap. I mean, don't change mm-hmm. it, GGG, unless it's going to go cheaper. I, I, I love fair. it. But That's awesome. It's great. And it was a really easy craft to unlock. It's at the movement speed unlock uh, in the epilogue. Just got to be deck 10. But I thought that was really smart that you can't have trigger flasks on your first playthrough until you're done the campaign. I think that's a really smart move. And just to couple it with movement speed, that's like the best click in the game outside of an amazing rolled boots or something like you said. So, but that was exciting because that gave me the opportunity. I've been waiting since league launch, whenever that is, to actually try out these instilling orbs that I've been so excited about. And it wasn't until point two that i was able to right because the roles were just not in my favor so that was great you would kind of be out of your mind right now to try and use instilling orbs as a craftable like you know spam it on your yeah flask you kind you kind of shouldn't do that no hopefully they make some note of like hey maybe hold on to this until later yeah well i'm i'm glad i love the change and i took advantage of it right away thanks for a couple instilling orbs so that i could get a couple of my flasks going and try it out I don't think I've been frozen once <laughs> since I got the trigger on my frozen and bleed, but still, still, it'll happen. But that corrupted blood, it'll get you every time. <laughs> so anyway, um, let's see the. Oh, I actually really like this one. I didn't hear anybody mention not like I have my ear to the ground, but uh, they added a crafting bench recipe to remove enchantments and it doesn't even need to be unlocked. It's just always there that's great because there's going to be some enchantments that you're like oh let's see what i get from the lab and it actually conflicts with your elemental equilibrium or something and you're like ah crap now i have to find a completely new set of gloves that are exactly like this one so i I think that one was really awesome Mm -hmm. i don't care about the specific kind of monster for this pat or this fix or change but i hate the prospect that silence exists in the game so monsters with Hexfront Nemesis modifier no longer inflict silence. I want them to get... This just made me think of, please just get rid of silence. It's an awful thing. It, it, the, the, like, Absolutely awful. When you have so much going on and you have to look at 30 buffs, not buffs, I don't care what the term is, 30 squares on the top of your screen and you have to figure out why you're not working. Is it mana? Is it this? What happened? Is it a bear trap? Is it, uh, I don't know. Like 
you're you're when you're playing and you're in the moment and you have a split second before you die you want to know why you're not doing what you're supposed to do i mean ooh. so anyway if I, you knew you were silenced though is there even anything you can do besides just wait it out i don't think so i i don't know I, I, the only thing that i would think of outside of a unique that i wouldn't be familiar with would be flask and there's nothing for flask for that Anyway, I think silence is dumb in every single game, though. Not just Path of Exile. Obviously, it's dumb in Path of Exile because it's such a busy game. But any game where you're playing Dragon Age, you're playing Skyrim, I don't care. Do not be able to. I don't know. It's like the monster saying that you can't move your arms for three seconds. X. Like that sucks. <laughs> Did you notice that they made a change already from the interview with Bayclast? What are you talking about? One of the changes in 15.2 was directly from the part of the it? conversation in big class the visual effect of storm rain oh no i didn't pay attention to the mtx stuff. will blind you and oh interesting you have a seizure if you watch it so what was the change it's just less seizure just to make it less seizure mm. yep sweet official word well, that'll be the title less seizure <laughs> less episode seizure-y. 98 uh, right. last change that i thought was really nice was monsters that can curse now have global cooldowns so similar monsters can't repeatedly curse you over and over so that's nice which that is good actually... now that they've changed how the flask works for yeah curse. i yeah mm-hmm. i think that was a really nice change and i like global cooldowns on enemies to actually give players an opportunity to figure out how to be safe and what to do so i thought that was really smart so anyway those are the patches that i quite enjoyed i i yeah i agree with you they, i love that they have i always like hot fixes because i imagine what's happening at grinding gear games when something happens because the this patch 15.2 came out at 5 30 p.m i think that's our time at 7 47 so two hours later we're like oh shit rog there's a problem hot fix that was two hours and then another two hours they're like oh 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 shit another issue <laughs> hot fixes just make me laugh because you know that that's what's happening somebody's yep. like i mean thankfully they're finding it and people are reporting it but i always picture somebody leaning over the workers chair you know what i mean like no no that's not right no you do this no no hit, do you think they were fine with no one they're like enter. oh you tell them yeah. i'm not telling <laughs> that's them. right yeah <laughs> knocking on the door <laughs> i know you're in your taxes meeting but uh then he just stands up he's like fix that i don't care yeah but otherwise the hot fixes all the way up to even 2b were just pretty minor yeah which was awesome yeah it's pretty sweet uh i discovered this week that maybe ggg doesn't listen to us <laughs> Because remember how what? I was saying that the dev manifestos, Expedition's dev manifesto wasn't in the list, and then the next week it was? Okay. Well, and so that was me pretending in my heart, hoping and wishing that GGG listens to us. That was me saying like, oh, well, they listened to the podcast, they heard that, so then they fixed it quick. But then I realized that for some reason, my dev manifesto list was organized differently than every other list oh, on the website. Really? So I was like, oh, shoot, I probably was wrong. So it's still not there? <laughs> no, it's, it's there. Oh, it is I just there. don't oh, okay. know when it was actually posted because it, was, it wasn't organized by creation Ignorance time. is bliss, Ty. Just keep believing, believing what you believe, yeah. What's, is that the they listen. blue pill or the red pill? Just take them both. <laughs> yeah, I guess right. Morpheus is going to let me take both. That's right. Okay, this was a wicked MTX week. Normally, I kind of try and blow one, by yeah. it, but the Labyrinth Apparition? Did you hear that they gave one to Suit Size Small? The guy who does like all of the lab running every single day to update PoE Lab. Really? So he actually bought it and then tweeted about it, kind of saying like, I kind of feel like I have to. And then people started tweeting at GGG saying like, come on, this guy has done so much for the community. And Path of Exile tweeted 
and said, you guys are all totally right. We're sending you a code. He had already bought it. So he's giving it away in one of his streams. But I was like, that's awesome. Like, that's wow. really cool. Of yeah. GG. Cool for both. Cool for both. Because yeah, for sure, he could probably ask for a refund. They'd probably give it to him. You know what yep. I mean? But he's giving it away. Oh, Very cool. though. Look at that. Very cool. Oh, it's like everybody's loving everybody. I just love it. <laughs> slowly getting there <laughs> yeah so anyway i but very I, cool though i love it like i i don't remember what the person's called i call her justice right attached to because she's got the things so i just call her justice my kids refer to her as justice my kid my my kids when i'm you know going through a lab like oh you're gonna die because they know i'm not very good at labs it is the goddess of justice is it oh sweet see there you go so i call her justice anyway i just think that's such a cool storytelling part of the world just like a judge but in a way a living judge and i don't know the lore of it but like you know me my favorite kind of storytelling is dark souls i don't need the 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 dialogue to tell me what the story is look at the world what the heck you don't need happened? an actual story <laughs> yeah sure that's true too <laughs> but justice is one of those characters where you have the like the justice weights or however they're called and you know just the, the prospect that she's a living thing but attaches on to or helps you know, with this kind of protection or whatever it's going to be, this hierarchy. Like, I just love all the questions as someone who doesn't pay attention to lore. Though I am going through um, Kitten Cat Noodle's lore list. I'm just not there yet. I got to start it still. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, you are the worst. My person. phone. It's on D&D. &D. There's one person. <laughs> your wife. Does she not know? Uh, God. I have to answer this. Hang on, yeah, yeah, everybody. Fine. Hang on. Ah, sorry. We're giving my dog, not giving, um, my dog is at the very sad, I'm emotional about this. This is the first vacation yeah. where my dog can't come. She's oh, welcome to take come. The dog? Always. I love, I'm the kind oh, of person okay. where I'm not going anywhere if I can't bring my dog. Well, Except opposite for, over here. <laughs> I know you're the opposite. <laughs> so I know when my dog dies, you're just going to be like, they're there, there, Ty. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're there, Ty. It's okay. Um, you'll be fine. Um, and I'll be like sobbing like a waterfall but anyway no so this is the first time my dog's just too old to join us uh so she's gonna go stay with my mom and um so anyway uh my wife was just dropping the dog off and giving the spiel and all that kind of stuff but she just needed to know an important answer question thing sweet hideout but redeemer hideout yes the redeemer hideout is amazing it's like the i bought it we played with it i it's it, it is awesome it is the what do, what do, is she she's not actually called the redeemer yeah she is, is she veritania is that the she's the redeemer name? oh veritania okay it's her where you fight her her arena. really cool ggg needs to though we talked about this on monday do keep it like let people buy it if they want to buy it but they i really hope they go what they did with the shaper and have the option of like a extremely rare chance that when you fight conquerors you can unlock their hideouts i just think that'd be so fun Oh, I agree. It would be too. I don't think they need to, but I would love it if they did. I think they, I, I just think that they should. I get that they're going to make, I'm, I'm going to still pay the 21 bucks for it. I'm just saying if you, it gives an even bigger benefit to like hunting them down and continuing to fight them. If there's a chance that you could, you know, like that itty bitty chance that something might open up, but it looks awesome. Don't have the rotation on though. Jesus. Oh yeah. Well, Those I have stairs. that turned off. That's an option. I worst. puke central over here. I'll, I'll, I turn that off right away. Uh, it's cool that the hideout actually has that aspect though. I think that's a nice touch. 
instead of just, just automatically. Just stick the waypoint at the bottom of the stairs just to make everybody throw <laughs> up. To... <laughs> yeah. But you know, this is starting. Like now the Drox hideout's going to come out. The Baron hideout will come out. Uh, who's the other one? The Hunter one. That's a, That'll be a cool one if it starts. His would be cool. Yeah. Baron's would be kind of boring. Like yeah, he's a, That's a crap. Man, that's, no, it would be. That's a hideout be, creator's a dream. Mm, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, you got space. You got space. You have a cool theme, kind of married to the color. I think Drox's I like would be pretty small. boring. Yeah, Redeemers, Redeemers, you called it out and I didn't notice it. It's awesome if you walk to the edge and you see the ice way down below. Yeah. Looks super cool. Yeah, they did a good job with yeah, it's it. it's fun. It's almost like there's... I need somebody on the hideout stash thing to create one so I can steal it because mine still looks like the default. I was... I've been... It's been on my watch list for a while, but the Pillars of Arun hideout. So Pillars of Arun is that unique one where you're like jumping from pillar to yeah, pillar. you hate it. Oh, I hate it. But there's those larger platforms where you're actually doing your fighting there's a yeah. hideout that has that right okay. and i really like it it's it's another is tall it just one. the one or can you actually jump to other no, things it's just the one but well as far as i know i didn't buy i it. would play where my hideout my waypoint is on one and my map device is over <laughs> on another so that you would <laughs> you have, have to leave. get over to me on the yeah other well and be like i'm out yeah that's how you get solo cell found in <laughs> trade league with me that's like oh sorry ty yeah this is my hideout for this week i'm really feeling it but <laughs> I would do it in a I'm heart. A, I'm using shield charge, you prick. I put a waypoint on one of the little ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, anyway, the Pillars of Arun one, I forget whatever it's called, but it was just a little too small for me. And I've almost purchased it so many times on sale, but it was just a little too small. How can you tell it. just like the YouTube video or no, what? I've been... um because you can't go in how. them, which is too bad. I wish you could. Maybe it was the video. I Maybe forget YouTube how, video. But either way, I... Uh, it was just a little too small and it was neat because it's like the desert theme underneath but then they came out with the redeemer one it's about twice as i don't know if it's actually twice as big but it looks twice as big but it's not too big i don't like really spread out stuff so i'm like oh man i'm probably gonna get it probably gonna i like get it. it yeah they came out with shark cyclone yeah this was the what was this the voted one right yeah the multi-vote one and uh it came out with shark nato cyclone it is hilariously ridiculous I love that they're okay with some ridiculous stuff in the game. Yeah. Like when they had their clown mm -hmm. MTX, what was it? The festival mystery box, I think it was. Doesn't suit the game at all. Love that it's in the game. That Shark, This has to be one of the highest selling It probably MTX. will be forever. When somebody goes to think. Cyclone, which is already always a very popular skill, you click on, which ones can I? Oh, that one. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Shark I 100%. Next yeah. time I play Cyclone, we'll be getting Shark Cyclone. <laughs> That's right. For sure. Just because it looks ridiculous. I'm going to be one of the only people with the saw blade one. Does the shark get bigger as Cyclone gets like a bigger AOE or does it just get more sharks? Maybe it's like bite gets more aggressive as you stack. It looks Cyclone. like kind of realistic too. Well, GGG's like kind of gotten in crap the last few MTX release weeks with uh, MTX is not looking very much like what it looks like in the video oh yeah there was i think that was actually one of the fixes too so some so, MTX to some specific mtx yeah so whatever the reasons that chris was saying on the tarky interview that um hopefully that's something that isn't happening in this situation it wasn't a big deal to me like i've i've definitely had some disappointing ones where it wasn't what it looked like the the actually the uh the saw blade spinning one the wanderer one whatever it is for was one of them but I, I don't really care. I'm doing it for them more than I am for me in these circumstances. That's just my attitude, though. I can totally see how people will get pissed. So hopefully the Sharknado one actually looks rad and awesome. I think it looks really good. Yeah. And then the um, Apollyon Mystery Box is now available in the store, but they came out, Justin, with some 
extra MTX at the same time that kind of fit the theme, there's new Gollum skins that aren't mechs, finally. You skipped the Stygian I don't, MTX. You just don't care about those ones? I don't. I like Stygian, oh. but that's it. I don't either, but when I first clicked the link, because you put the link, so I clicked it, I, I read it as shenanigan for some reason. That was like the first thing <laughs> what, I saw, what, and I was what, like, shenanigan, what was shenanigan, icicle, Stygian. Oh, shenanigans. I, I was like, oh my God, what is this? Yeah. It's not. It's Stygian. Oh, what's that from? Anyway, Super sorry, Troopers, ahead. right? Hey, Farva. The word shenanigan. What's that? Oh, you know, like pistol whipping. They were saying shenanigans too much. Oh, shut up. It sucks when I'm trying to quote something and I can't remember the quote and you don't remember it to help me out. Sorry. Screw it's you. hilarious. Anyway, I'm, sure. I'm skipping it. Skipping your shenanigans. What were you saying? There's what? New Gollum skins that aren't those little robot mechs. Oh, I didn't see that. Which one? What were they called? Uh, you click on the link where the Apollyon microtransactions. Oh, I don't think you put that link in here. Yeah, it's under MTX. Oh, I missed this one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right, because they unlocked all the stuff that you could get through the mystery box last and time. And then, so then there's another cool uh, cyclone effect, but there was the two, there's like a kind of a light and a dark, dark theme Chardin. for the Gollum. And I don't know if they're my style, but I love that there's a non-mech. I've never been a mech fan. Any game. They kind of still look mech-ish. Sure. Don't you think Maybe so? the like Gollum's always but yeah, will, right. but it's nice that to have that kind of variety. And then there's a lot of other cool things. And of course... Anytime you can change this, the the skin of something permanent, like a waypoint or your stash tab, or not stash tab, but your stash box. What's that called? Stash box? Stash? Just stash. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, love that stuff. So I, I was didn't mean to talk so long about MTX, but it was a really cool week. Really cool it was, week. Yeah. yeah. What else was there? Uh, I think that was it for me. Then there was, of course, um, two interviews. If you're into game engine stuff, Jonathan, well, actually, I think that would have been two weeks ago. Did you maybe? watch that one? No, no. I, well, I saw some, I saw some pieces of it, but it wasn't, it's not the type of, I might I'm and I don't mean to make this sound rude at all because it's very interesting, but I kind of, because it's not my field, uh, those types of details, like I kind of got my fill from Xalcon. So it wasn't, it wasn't this kind of video that was for me, but that was officially posted again. So you could see it live week and a half ago two weeks ago they posted jonathan's talk as a video so you can watch it on demand whenever you want and then of course there was the ziz and mathel interview that i'd like to get into that was uh just a couple days ago yeah i say i mean i we can kind of jump right into that i think all right right yeah they had an interview i'll just this was I'll interview just, number I'll two for chris bump this other stuff that's no problem whatever you want perfect that's awesome interview number two for chris he's got another one coming up on the 25th Hang on, with I'm Gazzy just, I'm and just crew. bumping my subjects. Just bump. Do you want me to do it for you? I'll no, just remove no, all this I, stuff. No, I Hold did on, let me just great. delete everything. Yeah. Select all. I deleted a, a ton this delete. week. I did. I went through yesterday and in the like pending or yeah, bump subjects list, it, <laughs> I deleted a ton. So you're welcome. It is going to get big very quick. I love that he's talking about how much he deletes. And the first thing I look over and see, GGG is like Mary Swanson and we are like Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the important it is so true though ggg is just like it's totally mary swanson from dumb and dumber and we're just like that guy that thinks we're in tune with them we know our stuff we know what's going on samsonite and ggg is just like the whole time like uh no i'm 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 married <laughs> <laughs> There we go. But I totally topic there done. it is. Yeah, you mixed it <laughs> off. That's right. But like, it's, it's just like kind of like you know when Lloyd Christmas is in the limo, but then he's like talking about it with his buddy after. He's like, "Oh man, it was like a lazy beam. Sucked me right in." He's just talking about sparks and everything like that. 
that's that's us and ggg they're just ha- they're happy we're playing but <laughs> they have the nice bomb but they got their stuff to do yeah so i love that you dragged that subject over so we never have to talk about it again <laughs> i was just i happened to glance over thinking they were all going to be legitimate you know but well thought points people, which these, they are these are the gold mines i have that are pending for future <laughs> Can't delete this. Right. Can't but delete we only this. have two more episodes coming so we got a load so it up. it's going to be a crazy 99 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundreds taken up, folks. Hundreds taken up. All right, so let's jump into the Ziz Mathel interview. Can we do, it, I don't know, like a quick what your thoughts were just overall, and then we'll go into the details of it? Uh, sure. What do you think well, of it in general? Just like the um, Tarky interview, I didn't take notes on the specific details, like things that are coming, possible changes. Like that's like it's all cool to hear, but we'll get the changes when they come. We can talk about them then. Uh, for me, the Tarky interview is very much about the global picture. Unfortunately, the not the negative side of the community, but the I'm better than you toxic community, the ones that expect their stuff to change, was really loud with the Tarky stuff. And then there was like death threats and still. So there was a lot more of a bigger picture to talk about in regards to the Tarky one. And this interview with no criticism to the Tarky one because I thought all six in the Tarky interview were very respectful and kind to each other, no matter how passionate they were about a subject. But this interview was totally different. Like Chris went into the Tarky interview, and I don't know what he was feeling, but it seemed nervous. There seemed to be a reason to just dump a whole bunch of stuff on us to kind of appease us. You know what I mean? Like there was a necessity, I guess. I don't know if desperate's the word, but there was some sort of necessity to give us something and appease us. And so it was a little bit more on eggshells, I guess you could say. But now with that done, this was an awesome interview because Chris was just like, hands, fingers cracking behind his head, nice stretch, permanent goofy smile on his face the entire time. It was a totally different atmosphere. No matter what the subjects were that were brought up, no matter the severity of the circumstances, Chris was a lot more, it was like a weight was taken off of his shoulders and he just had a great time. And I loved that aspect of it. I actually didn't care for a lot of the answers. They weren't, or the questions, sorry, the questions from that were asked weren't really, they were very specific and I don't care too much about specifics, like about, like they were talking about chase uniques and they were talking about harvest and this and like, I'm fine with whatever they choose. You know what I mean? So, but I like, like you were talking about last week, no matter if the question applies to me, the answer does. I like hearing what that answer is all about. And it always gives you a broader perspective because there's always so many mechanics or global decisions that impact a minor or very specific subject. So I really liked it. And I thought Chris did an awesome job. I thought Ziz did an awesome job. I like Mathel. I thought he did a great job too. Uh, Overall, I thought it was a great interview. I thought it was worth my time. I don't think I could listen to one three-hour interview a week, so I really hope they don't show up weekly, but uh, I enjoyed it. It was nice to have the time for it. How about you? What, you, what was your global thought about it? Mm, I, I enjoyed listening to it because I do enjoy just listening to Chris talk about his game and getting insight. And the same as like you just mentioned and I talked about last week, I the questions are quite often not going to pertain to maybe a particular question or a thought that I had, but the answers do actually mean something regardless. 
I think it's hard to listen to somebody ask questions to someone that are not necessarily the questions they want to ask because they feel like they yeah. need to ask it and they feel like it's kind of the direction that people want them to ask. And the problem is we've had interviews and if we felt like that you had to ask somebody a question because somebody else told you to ask the question, then you're not really that passionate about the answer. And then it's really hard to gauge the conversation after that, because if I ask you a question that I don't actually agree with the sentiment behind that question, it's really hard for me to have a follow up. Yeah, there's not going to be any to what you say. Or passion. You're, right, you're going to say your thing and I'm going to be like, yeah, yep. OK, that that makes sense. I agree. And and. I think that that's sometimes a little difficult because I, I really do feel for all of these people that are interviewing Chris because they all have very big followings. They all did great jobs, but they all have large followings of people who are sometimes ridiculously boisterous. They want to be heard. I want to be louder than everybody else and I want my opinion to count for something. And that's really hard. We have a really big benefit that we purposefully state audio only. We don't pay much attention to comments and we don't have to deal with a live setting where people are constantly bombarding us if they disagree with us or they think we're wrong or they think we're right or whatever. These guys, they go in and they stream, they play the game. I watched a video from, I watched a video recently of Badger. He just put out a video. Oh yeah, I like the guy. And he's, he's, I, I feel for him. He's someone who just wants to play the game and have fun. And I can't imagine if I just wanted to play the game and have fun and I'm streaming, but I have a lot of people playing or sorry, that are watching. And if a lot of people are constantly, not constantly, I'm not saying in even his case is the case, but not being positive or you feel that negativity a lot, I just find it would probably be quite hard to continue doing that. And so I feel bad for some of these guys because they don't, it doesn't seem like they're able to necessarily talk about exactly what they want to talk about because they're worried about the pushback from people listening. And so I thought the questions were great. I thought Math and Ziz did a great job. I absolutely loved that they were not on the same page because it brought into a lot of conversation where I, there was one point I laughed Ethan. I'm like, check Chris out. He's he was he's just chilling he was trying to, it looked like he was trying not to laugh well matt but <laughs> i love that though i have that note really written like down that. here too and oh, you know you? what okay. i loved about that sorry no you go you go you go i'll get it i can get nope. into it anytime i have it written down. I, I just i really like that they were on different pages i like listening to it wasn't a question answer question answer there was a bit of a, a conversation around it it just felt like a lot of the stuff that the questions were weren't necessarily theirs and they both were quite upfront about that as well that look we are asking these because the community i mean jesus Ziz did like multiple streams leading up to this to try and build a document to allow people to have input and my only thought was why like yeah i, I would ask never your questions and let someone else yeah, cover do the rest thing. of the community and if and I get it, though, they have to deal with the, the pushback and, you know, people spazzing out about that. So I, I feel bad but for that. There's a there's a form and GGG responds. Yeah, like, but it's at, just it is the nature of it. And especially if you watch what happened in, you know, to the Bay class guys oh, sure, and them yeah. getting kind of lit up. I'm sure there was a little bit of yeah. nervousness. And well, hands up that, down, but, you have Ziz and Mathel that like the prelude to this is the fallout of what happened with the Tarky interview, the Bay class interview. And so now, and I don't mean any disrespect to the other four interviewers, of course, it's just, it's Tarky's show. So I'm always going to call it Tarky. So I don't mean any disrespect to the others that are on there because I think they're all awesome. But when you have, when you have this interview, the Tarky interview, and then things explode and implode, 
And then it's like, okay, I'm next. <laughs> now you're coming on my That's show. And I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to be pissing my pants. Now, thank goodness, though, like, like Chris saves the day. That attitude, His attitude oh, was awesome. Yeah, just love it. I, I hope people also realize, like, I was listening to him and you talk. I mean, first off, they just went back into lockdown. Oh, yeah, that's right. COVID case. The amount of stuff that that guy is dealing with right now has got to be pretty insane. And yet he's going to just chill three hours. Who talks about Path of Exile for three hours? It's insane. I, we- Before your workday starts. It looks to me like the office is empty. He's coming in at four or five in the morning his time. No, it was his house. What? It was at his house because he's locked down. Oh, that, right. That That's why the Zizin. background was different. Ah, yeah. that, that didn't click. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, and then he has like a tax meeting and like immediately he's like, okay, bye. Matho kind of like cracks jokes about how boring his office is. And he says that <laughs> before the interview, he moves stuff out of the background, like Magic the Gathering stuff. And they were like, what? why didn't you just leave that in the shot? And he's like, well, I have a plant back here. But... <laughs> yeah, but his head was covering it. <laughs> yeah, his head was covering <laughs> it. But I, he does, he came into this much more relaxed. And I would imagine it's because he's kind of walked through the fire at this point. Like what happened prior to Bay class, then after Bay class was, it read it on, not just read it. That was, it was just the people who wanted to be on fire on fire. And so you kind of felt the brunt of it. And I feel like he probably was like, all right, I've done that now. And he did have fun with it. It can't get any worse. And he got everything out that he needed to. And man, was his smile. Here's something, though, that I have right at the top of my Zizzard interview list, Zizzard Mathel interview list. Oh, actually, something I want to bring up. And I think I forgot to mention this from the Tarky one, but I wanted to point out that Chris made this. And I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but I love that Chris said in the Bay class interview that the testers do an amazing job. So anything that comes out that seems like it's not tested, that's the company's fault not the testers fault. Like they kick the crap out of it. They do what they can. But a lot of the time stuff's changed afterwards or before. Like he gave a thousand different situations. He's not trying to be specific, but he's like, they do a great job. So I thought that was neat because a lot of the times people that don't know circumstance are of course going to go right down to QA and be like, you need someone who knows how to play video games down there. So anyway, yep. um, one thing you think in general, uh, what do you got? I what want you got Harvest it? to be completely removed from the game. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. I don't care who they are or what they like. <laughs> I want Harvest gone completely. Not because I don't like the current state that it's in. I'm just so tired of people talking about the good old days. Yeah, but Harvest like used four, to be. Yeah, but Harvest should. Like GGG is so like they're very. No, like GGG is very good at saying like, you know what? We'll take a look. You know what? We'll figure it out. With Harvest, they're not doing that. They're being very black and white and saying like, this is, we like it this way. This is the way it's going to be. The old way will not come back. And people are still, but the old way, but the old way, but the old way. And I just like, okay, you know, if I was a parent and my kid <laughs> kept talking Throw it in to the me, garbage. Yes, <laughs> I'm vacuuming it up. It's gone. What? What do you mean? I just bought you this nice bike and you want that kid's bike? You know what? I'm returning this bike and you can go stare at that bike. That's what's going to happen. Someone's going to yell at you for saying that that's not equivalent to this. I don't care. Actually, I just, actually, Tyler. I just want Harvest gone. I like Harvest in its current state. Well, no, actually, I, I hate how like spazzy the monsters are. It's like you click on it and all of a sudden, thousand rares so like sure fix the monster situation but that's that's not really maybe it is harvest specific but it's not it's like that global mentality of how monsters work in the game but how crafting works and like i like it like chris emphasized in this where was it it's it's way down here but he emphasized 
that the whole part of GGG, like the game is about random. It's not about deterministic. Well, I think Matho actually brought that up and he made a good point of saying prior to Harvest, it wasn't even a thing. It was always random crafting. I mean, you had the crafting table, but that was still... That was your only way and you were never guaranteed your top mod. It was your fill-in and it was always to be a fill-in and it was always And it was about... so specific. Right. It was not like all encompassing to the game. Right. So here you have Chris, GGG, saying that the game revolves around random, not deterministic. Like if you like deterministic, that's not Path of Exile. Go, you can, I mean... And now I'm putting words into his mouth, but you can go play a different game. Like if, if you only like deterministic stuff, that's awesome. Um, but that's not Path of Exile. Path of Exile has some deterministic stuff to fill in the gaps, but this is all about random. Random loot, random mods on maps, random mods on gear, random mods on everything. And so, but that subject kind of came up with the idea of having targetable drops. There seemed to be a big discussion in the community, maybe according to this, is that people wanted targetable drops and locations. And so Chris was saying, like, you know, we're definitely looking at that and that aspect, and we know that it's really cool to have those types of items, but uh, PoE is very much a, a random game. So I, I quite liked that. So, but anyway, I want Harvest gone just so people stop talking about it. I want GGG to be like, you know what? That's enough delete we lost yeah, the code I, I hit the button sorry it's gone so but like you said i love that ziz and math were on opposite ends of not not, not everything yeah. but some stuff and but i thought the, the the bigger picture of that is that's so good for the community to see if you only have ziz or only have mathel interviewing then you're only getting that perspective and people because ziz is amazing and because mathel's amazing if you only have the one interviewing and you only have that one person arguing, then it's like, well, obviously Mathel's right. Well, obviously this is right. Well, obviously GGG's off through Rocker, whatever it is. And this way, when you have two bigwigs that everybody respects in terms of their PoE skill and abilities, like you're not going to get one person in this world that knows PoE that says either of those people don't know the game well, right? They are highly respected with their abilities and their skill level. And so when you have them disagreeing about certain points or certain aspects of the state of the game i think that's so edifying for the community because now people are like oh yeah it's not right or wrong it's just preference different it's just someone's opinion and so i thought that was really cool i one thing that i actually quite liked about the math uh one of mathel's um comments was he blamed he blamed the player base more than the game in terms of ggg like he 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 definitely had his fair share of things like i really want this fixed there's definitely some stuff that's broken and chris wasn't able to give a response it was more like one of those like we'll uh, we'll have to look into it type of thing so mathel wasn't like pro ggg on the whole thing but there was a, a few parts where mathel's like i just think the player base is off whack on this one i think the game's fine not saying that it is he might be wrong but it was ni nice but to see his have one side have. whether that was him representing the community or not and then mathel on the other so i thought that was really someone nice. told me that uh on mathel's stream if you sub to him he already has a change to chris saying i agree with mathel <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness what a great thing i thought it was hilarious chris was so smart to joke about stuff that pisses people off like because he's just sitting there smiling and everybody can see like 
it's just the reminder that it's a game. You take the fire away from you him do, when you do that. You do. It's perfect. Like when Chris was joking that Mathel's e- he must have had Mathel's wrong yeah, email address <laughs> because the PayPal <laughs> was wasn't awesome. going through. And Mathel picked up on it. I'm, I don't even use PayPal. So I'm like, what? what, 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 what? Oh, right. Oh, hi. And I laughed five minutes later. But it was just so neat to see him smiling so much throughout the entire questionnaire. Um, I have a small list of things that I liked what Chris said, but I've been talking for a bit. So is there anything else you want to throw? I, the only thing I'm going to say that in my side and my view of it was negative or that bothered me, and, and we've talked about this before, it has to do with the whole idea of leveling through campaign and blah, blah, blah. So I have a couple issues with that. One, they they gave a couple ideas, but I just feel like even those aren't, you know, I, I don't want the idea of endless delve. I don't want the idea of endless heist. What I want is the idea of all of these things are options in addition to playing the campaign if I wanted to level. Uh, and Chris is, in my opinion, not right to say that, well, doing that would get boring. Well, dude, your campaign is boring. Like, it, 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 you could say that about anything. Anything could be considered boring. Give, some, give an option to do something else. And then more than, I think, anything, and this is coming from someone who loves Diablo 2 and love the crap out of Diablo 2, just stop bringing it up. It is not, Path of Exile is not Diablo 2. It was based around it, but it's an old, old game. You can't use it as an excuse for why things are happening in Path of Exile 2. They kind of talked about that too. Like, is it just too outdated now? And they like, they, they kind of went through that and uh, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, it has been. Yeah, I just know at one point he kind of said like, well, could you, did you do this in Path of Exile 2 and I, or sorry, in Diablo 2? And I was like, what? Why? That's not part, that's not a valid excuse for why something is weird in your game. But Diablo 2 is old. Awesome. Was great. It's old. Yeah. Not playing it's time it. Time to like switch things up I a saw, little bit. Was it Kyperian? Kip Krip? Kriparian? Playing Diablo 2. I, I, I would probably play it just for fun, just for that nostalgic feel, but I I I need Path of Exile. I like Path of Exile. I can't play an old game for very long right now. I'll play it for 20 minutes and then I'm like, wait, what did we try? It would be fun Baldur's for me for the game. music, the sound. That's what I would you know, enjoy it for. The thing is, I also did not play Diablo 2 even close to the amount of hours I put into Path of Exile. And I understand where they're coming from a little bit, but I I could not disagree more with him that to say that something else would get boring. It's like, well, but the one thing's already boring. So give me three or four options of boring and let me pick what I want to do. Chris did a good job in this interview, though, at not focusing on the specifics like there was a lot of times where i heard him say like he'll answer the very specific example that was brought up for the global picture but then you would hear chris say i know that wasn't like that was just an example so to answer the bigger picture or like you know what but i know that wasn't like the only issue it was just an example we'll we'll take a look at it and so i think over time especially after poe2 comes out like they brought out like they they said some very just in questions there about the campaign like Path of Exile 2's campaign is going to be skipped just as much or hated just as much as Path of Exile 1, no matter the variety. Yeah, give it time. Right. And so, like, is there going to be other options, this, that, and another thing? And, like, it'll, it's going to be a continuing subject. And when, as a business, you're investing so much money into a product that people really want to skip, that at some point becomes a financial decision, not just an opinion. You know what I mean? Like, when you have, when if if a lot of your money is going into the campaign and that's something that is a very small part of the 
game overall or the excitement of the player base, the retainment value. That's not something that like you'll, I don't know. I, I think at some point the money will speak louder. It might take time though. Like, like we've talked about POE, they're not going to cut any, put any campaign cutting stuff in before POE 2 because then you have it for POE 2. Or people will complain that it's not for PoE2, but it is for PoE1. So you got to wait a while until after. But for me with these interviews, I don't really care about much. I'm enjoying the game. I actually like the game counter to what some people think, and I don't care. I'm happy with it. But that is one area where I really get irritated. And we've talked about that for the be- since the beginning of this podcast, that I don't like the leveling. I don't like the axe and I don't like his answers. And that's fine. In the end, it's his game. I just, I get a little bit frustrated when it's like, that's to me saying that it's, well, you did do it in Diablo 2. You, oh, you're right. Okay, that's fine. But also, it, your acts are boring after you've played them a billion times through. I'm just looking for something else to give me the potential. And maybe maybe that is more tabula-esque items. They brought up your idea from a long time ago where you said, well, maybe if I've like passed the game or gone through the campaign or done this, like I naturally earn quest rewards that just go that I get that will help right. me with my leveling process and just make it quicker. Or yeah, something. yeah. They, so they brought up a lot of your really cool points. I hope I'd that like they to do pretend that. they listen to us. Obs, obs. All right, what do you got? What else? Uh, let's see. Uh, smiles. Here's what I like what Chris said. It's nice to hear Chris say that they try to balance the game around all kinds of players. That was a really cool response that he had. Um, whether it was about like the top 1%, if they, because I think it was about, Ziz had a question about if you're trying to stop that top 1% from doing this kind of content, down. why do that instead of like, it feels like you cut the bottom out, not the top out. And Chris said, like, yeah, I know we really messed up with some of the fixes that we did for 315, but, or like the initial release of 315's ideas, but we try and keep our focus on all types of players. And he listed a whole variety of types of players. It was like, well, yeah, but if you do this, then it impacts this kind of player and this and this kind of player. And he's not talking about builds, wicked impossible to balance players. around all right. types. But it was nice to hear him say, like, we're always thinking about as many kind of players as we can, and we do our best to try and accommodate it. And a lot of the times we do a good job with it. And when you do a good job, nobody says anything. And not, not like 100%. criticizing the it's people, true. but it's that's like, life. great, that's this is how life. it is. Good. It's working great. And so you just play, right? And that's like the best compliment you can get per se. So. Uh, but it was nice to hear all kinds of players are considered. Uh, he, I don't know if it was a slip or not, but Expedition and what was last league? three four What was that? Not Ritual. What was in between Ritual and now? The guy that mocks you. I something? Eh, eh. Anyway, Expedition and 314 are going core. Uh, they still have to make changes to make that appropriate. Whether So who knows when they're going core, but they are. Uh, that came around the conversation of how much bloat of terms of game mechanics there are in the game. Um, I like how much stuff there is in the game. I don't care if they end up having 10,000 different mechanics in the game as long as I get to see it. But he said no likely. Well, yeah, that was uh, that's I think that's good. Like, I don't mind prophecy, but I never care about it. I don't go out of my way. It's to me, it's too random for very specific circumstances. But um, he said that 314 and Expedition are going to be added, but when they do, they'll likely be removing different older mechanics or maybe even migrating, hopefully. But yeah, so that's uh, that was neat to hear. Um, I like that Chris 
especially when it came to fortify because there was some fortify questions and chris was just like this he's like i got in trouble for talking about the fortify changes so i cannot respond to your fortify questions but then he answered something anyway but i love like how he gets in trouble you know like he was saying how that's impressive that that's the only thing he got in trouble for. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he got in trouble for a lot more. But like Chris saying that his team will be like, listen to him in a in a meeting. Like Chris will be like, no, this has to be this way and this has to be this way. And his team will just like smile and nod and then they'll go and do whatever change that needs to be done anyway and just ignore him. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Uh, what else? Chris got in trouble for, oh, talking about guilds, for talking about prophecy going away. Uh, but it does seem like he really likes leaking. Wait, he things. got in trouble for that? Yeah, he you could see his face. Obviously, this was the first time he brought right, it up. Right, but he knew he like right after he brought it up, he was oh, like, I felt oh, like he did that like himself. That. Oh, totally. I think he just likes that aspect of it. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Don't chew on the, that. But guilds, I think he he said he got in trouble for and fortify. Ultimatum, Ty. Ultimatum. Hey, there it is. That's what there you were we doing. Go. That's when you weren't listening to me talk. That's what I you were always listen up. to you. No, you don't. Oh, we criticized, we had one of our I guess more negative episodes a few episodes back was when they did mid-league changes or post. We don't have negative long. episodes. No, we're time. never negative. No, no, no. Um, but he emphasized that they also really don't like and they're extremely hesitant to change things post-launch as well. Not fixes, but like skill They've changes. They've said that forever though. Sure. But they don't do it purposefully. It's nice to hear after they do the change anyway. So that was nice. Um, I think that was it. I, I really liked the interview, but mostly... Yeah, I thought the the two interviews did a good job, and I really liked Chris's attitude throughout the whole thing. He was just happy, go lucky, super smiley. So, D- target dummies. Did you hear about that? Yeah, that was really disappointing. Uh, That's I a don't, not, a, not a great answer. Well, it it's not an answer from someone who plays the game. If you want to know if something works, how on earth are you going to know that it works against a monster or PvP? Come on, there's no bubble numbers. Right? Because that's what they're called. <laughs> that's right. We were talking about that in the VK episode. So there's no bubble numbers. So how are you supposed to know if this damage is more than the other one? I, I don't I don't like it. I don't like no, the answer. I think I, it's stupid. Like And because, also how hard is it to just give people a target dummy? I don't want I don't know why that's hard. Make a monster that has forty thousand billion million gajillion life and just sits in your hideout. I, I don't know. Because like, even if it was just there and you could see, like, that's how players could learn about curse limits. You know what I mean? Like, I have Blast yeah, sure. on two, but I only have one. And Why your is there area only one? of yeah. effect, like, how far right. are you going to exactly. reach exactly. Oh, my goodness, wouldn't that be great? So, I, like, what, or something like it. But to say, no, the game gives you what you need. The whole reason we're asking for it, the whole reason the wiki is out of date is because crap keeps changing. So, we have these questions. We want this thing because the game isn't doing this for us. And he's like, no, no, you can just play the game to figure it out. And I'm like, okay, we'll just completely ignore that then. And then you'll end up changing it because nobody's using it. And it's really like, no, you just did a crappy job of letting us know what the F is going on. I laughed at one part as I was walking out of my office because I watched the their interview well, it was happening live, but I was working too. So I was on the phone in and out of my office. And I was laughing as I walked out of the office at one point when they were talking about PoE Mobile, because he cracked a joke. He said something about that. It's just meant to be played while you're on the toilet. Yeah, in the bathroom. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I thought that, that was great. Laugh. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was good. Again, same as the Bay class guys. I think Ziz and Math, Math did a great job. 100%. There will be one more as far as I know in a week, roughly. 
and we'll we'll watch that too. Who's that I, be had, it's Gazzy. I want to say I don't remember. Honestly, I don't remember. Sorry, all the people that are in it. I think there's four people in that one. Maybe maybe Grimro, maybe that mod tuna. I don't know. Some there's G's. some there's some peeps. Some peeps that play the game. They're going to be asking some questions. Cool. Yeah. Good. I mean, I, it's got to be tough. You're the third one out now. You got to come up with some questions. Like, so Chris, I feel like people should just start asking their own though. I feel like the community's gotten their chance. They've said their piece. Now just go into it and ask them whatever the hell you want. And I'd love to see a con- like a, a a verbal back and forth. If he says something that you don't agree with and you've got a valid response, just say it. Yeah. But Ziz and Mathel did a good job with that one this time around. There were some that you could definitely tell either was passionate about, and uh, that was good. Would you? Yeah, there what were would a be your question? Ziz get into it with Chris for sure. I had one thing that I've wanted in these interviews to get asked, and it hasn't been asked what is yet. That? Um, I'm well. I'm curious. What would do you have any pending? What, what question I would ask? Yeah, something. I would ask why he's so confused and wrong about the axe and having about to the do them more process? than once. Yep. Why is he so wrong? That would be my question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would get a good smile. Um, my question is, why is the default filter as it is? <laughs> of course it's a filter. It would be. You're it not wrong. Be... You're not wrong. Why is it what, though? Well, just, uh, um, why is it? I don't know if, neg- I would have to think about the proper word. Neglected It would be word. like neglected or Ignored. pointless. Horrible. It is it is the worst version of any version available to you. And there's no, like, we've talked about this before. There's just like, when you care about item weight, you need to care about your filter. There's no way in seven years that this is fine, especially after you start adding stuff with all your league mechanics, like Delve and all these other things. Like, there's no way they use their default filter as they're playing. No way. Maybe in hard mode. But I'm putting hard mode with harvest and I never want to hear about it again. So what if the response, though, is, look, it, we would have to put man hours into it and there's a third party that works fantastic for it. Well, you should have your game working properly and then let people do the extra. But right now. Right. And then they say, but we've grown. We've there's been so much more bloat to the game that we need to sort out the loot side and we don't have the manpower and the time to put into it. And there's a fantastic third party option. Where's the third party option? Filterblade. Well, that's not, see, there's nothing in the game. Like, so I'm, my response would be, okay, so I have a new player that I'm really trying to get in the game. They like bow builds. They don't need any other weapon dropping, but bow builds. Can you help them out? No. What do you mean? Like they, you don't even tell them where to go. You don't help them. Like well, now they should they just actually, know. Right. They should just know. So, but then they would sound like an idiot if you get to that point. But I mean, they would have a really good response for it. But to me, even the smart loot system. That doesn't fix the apathy that's been towards the default filter for so long. Yeah, you're not wrong on the filter side. It is awful. It's I just, would fight. Uh, I would fight to the <laughs> death. Anyway, I think it's good. I'm happy he's doing it. Please, Jesus, don't do this often, though. I can't watch. <laughs> I don't have episodes. time. I won't be. A, <laughs> no. I won't be caught up. We're, we're, I like one more. We'll watch to talk about it. But after that. Uh, somebody in Discord, tell us what happened. Give us the cliff notes. <laughs> After that, we're just watching the Bay Class interviews and the league launch. Once a league. That's it. Tops. <laughs> yes, Once please. a league. <laughs> Three-hour episodes. You guys are freaking nuts. But it was fun. It's been, a, it's been a fun little phase. It's different. 
So I just won't ever have that kind of time again. It's no, summertime. Let's move on. Two week school yeah, exactly. starts. And that, no, yeah, exactly. it's not going to Once we hit September, again. this ain't happening. Yeah. Anymore. I wanted to talk about guilds because they referenced it, but we're out of time. You're pushing. So you're like, Tyler, get out of here. So let 99, we'll I want to talk, um, talk about guilds. That's going to be a short conversation. Good. Great. Okay. Cool. Well, anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us. It has been a pretty crazy week in, in Path of Exile land. Hopefully we'll have some more fun to talk about 99 than a really fun episode in episode 100. Thank you guys for joining us. Episode 98. Wow, you're sweating like a dog. I am. It's episode hot. 98. Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler Recker of Days. We will catch you guys in episode 99. Patreons, we'll see you in After Dark. If you look for more information, you can find it down below. We got a website, foreverexile.com. We're on Twitter, foreverexile82. We got a Discord, which is a super awesome place to hang out. And you can find information about Patreon and all the other stuff down below. Bye. Don't look down below if you're driving. Scroll down below <laughs> if you're driving. <laughs> Hands free. <laughs>